Hello everyone, this is Dan the GM welcoming you to another episode of What? 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 The, the, the dice, dice, dice. Episode 28. Add a little echo in post because I can do that when I'm the editor. Well, want to welcome you guys as always. I hope you guys are enjoying our episodes because I am absolutely enjoying writing them, editing them, and playing them. Mostly the playing part, you know, eventually I will not be Dan the GM, and I will pass that GMing torch onto one of the other players, but that's a wait-and-see kind of game. Nonetheless, I'm here, I'm GMing, and I am going to shut up so you guys can get to, the, to today's episode. So sit back, relax, and get lost in the world of... What? 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 The? What? The? What? The? 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 Dice! 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 Sitting on the coastline, the old man stares out into the water. We make our way down. In his lap, the book. Ah, do you smell that sweet Salty air. I and me are adventuring teams. I miss the smell and the feel of the ocean. But the ocean is not like the land. Things can come out of nowhere and pull you into its depths. But our adventuring team has no choice but to board the ship and move on, heading to the mysterious island in which the Bone Temple resides. Sit, me friend, enjoy the salty air, and hear my tale. I'm gonna wait until someone. Can you guys hear it? Mm -hmm. Yes. No comment. God. Nah, I don't think this one needs a comment. All right, here's the real one. <sighs> Heading out into the ocean. Has anyone actually been on the ocean before? Kalila's been on rivers and small and large lakes. So I at least kind of have some legs. Okay. Defibulous? He, he has back when his family, his parents were around. And Clyde? Um, I'm actually probably going to say no because I'm mainland. Yep. Rune has not. And you can tell. He seems ill. Shambling over to the edge of the dock, or edge of the ship, he begins to... Hurl chunks? Low chunks. To hurl chunks. Please use the vomit bag in front of you. Yes. Um, the captain raises an eyebrow and laughs. Ah, it seems the little cobalt can't hold his sea legs. Freezing. Wait, what? 
Rune looks at the captain. Uh, Clyde freezing looks at the captain. The captain smirked. Huh. All right. Rune just stares at the captain, clutching his hat with one hand, his hand holding onto the railing with the other. The captain gives him a, a smile. He goes, no need for disguise. In the sea, all are welcome. Rune seems to be at ease by this and removes his hat, tucking it into the bag, breaking his illusion. As he does, he bends over and pukes again. Clyde, can I get a fortitude check as you start to head out into the ocean? Uh, go with a yes. Can we go back to the world map? I am going to the world map now. Actually, I need to grab your icons first. Uh, I have a 22. You're fine. My base fort uh, save is 12. You sickened me. Actually, <laughs> I, I don't sicken. I don't want you to He's got you um, there. Where was this fort save with the goo tree? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heading up the coastline slowly, the captain pulls away as the coast slowly disappears, only being able to be spotted by the rattling in the crow's nest with spyglass. The captain gives his first mate helm as he approaches the team. So, we are heading north. Is that what I'm hearing? Yep. How far north are we going? I went a little Shatner on that, sorry. Yeah, you yes. did. We are going far north. Dramatic. Oh. Pause. So, he goes, so we are heading to the snowy north? Is that what I believe I'm hearing? Correct. He goes, ah, well, we should have smooth sailing for most of the trip. Based on what we've heard, there is a storm brewing about, and every now and then rough waters do happen. I do hope I can request your assistance if needed. Of course. Oh. Sure. He goes, well, food will be served on the deck and we eat fish. Hope you are fine with fish, eel, and whatever else we pull from the sea. Dibs on crab if you get any crab. Can I fight you for the crab? Because the crabs are pretty tasty. Maybe. He gives you guys a nod. If we find some, we'll give you stuff. The voyage is slow, but not quite uneventful. There is a motion in the water. The water is getting choppy and rough. The captain returns to the helm and begins to do what he can. Uh, going out deeper into water, the land disappears even further. As the sun rises high you can now all look out to the everlasting sea of calm blue not a cloud in the sky the crew goes about working cleaning uh checking sails checking equipment what do you guys want to do no well, i will uh continue 
what I would normally be doing. Um, practicing, uh, you know, going through motions with the sword and weapon and keeping my eyes uh, open for anything that they may not see. You know, every once in a while doing a detect evil when it, if we're getting to um, a more choppy water. I'm gonna be up in the crow's nest, enjoying the breeze and also watching for things. Kalila, while you're up there, the other rattling that is up there hands you a spyglass to let you really get a chance to look out at this vast ocean. I'll be so fucking happy. From the deck, you hear Rune playing on his guitar. At ease, for the first time, his music seems less sad. There's more of a pep to it. If you actually took a chance to look at him, there is a smile on his face. It seems like for the first time in a while, he has had a chance to do something he has always dreamed. Lila's in the same damn boat. She's always wanted to go out and explore the world, and here she is on a fucking ocean. Defibulous, what would you like to do? Uh, Defibulous is knowing that salt water can be corrosive and damaging to a firearm. He's keeping his gun clean by enjoying the, the open sea air. The ocean starts to get choppy. The crew seems to be on edge as something seems to start to rock the boat. I'm looking to see if there's anything other than waves. Nothing is seen right away until the sound of two things landing on the deck. Are they tentacles? Nope. It is a creature with a human body and the head of a shark. Sharpened teeth and dead-looking eyes stare at the crew. Most of the crew are not prepared to fight something of this. Most of them carry daggers. They retreat to protect the land, to protect the hull itself. The two creatures snarl. As Rune jumps up, he grabs his bow and prepares for combat. That's exactly what I'm doing. Welcome. Stay your business. Of course. They're murlocs. Stay a while and listen. Stay a while and listen. I need initiative. Can I detect even on the detect anything? No. That's why I busted out laughing. Okay. 18 for Defibulous. Aw, <laughs> oh, Sad Paladin is sad. Uh, 16. I have a 15. And Clyde? 15. I have a 15. Give me a sec, let me roll for Rune. Oh, where's Rune's character sheet? Eighteen, Defibulous. We have a roll off. Uh, just straight roll or add initiative still? Um, it is roll and then add your initiative. Fifty. You're higher than I am, so it goes Defibulous, then Rune. Let me roll for our sharky creatures. Something fishy about these guys. Uh, 
didn't think I'd let you go an entire session without one bad pun. I was kind of hoping for it, yes. So you can say we're in a sea of trouble right now, huh? Yes. He's no, he's ignoring me now. Oh yeah. A boatload of trouble. So, how it rolls is, where shark one gets round one, the fibulous rune Kalila Clyde than the other shark. All right. Top of round. I need you or the shark die. So who shark is uh -huh. Clyde, you are going to be the closest one to it because it jumped up on deck. Let's see what kind of damage we can start with today. Where is Clyde? On deck. Oh, I was looking at the map because I see a little monkey creature next to me. So it looks like 13, which is a miss. The Fibulous. You just saw this shark creature uh, swing at Clyde and miss. Trident in hand, he is snarling. I think this Fibulous will snarl back and then shoot him. Okay. Roll. Nat 20. God damn it. Roll your damage. I'm assuming within 30 feet. Yep. 26 damage. Holy shit. <coughs> Holy shit. Um, God damn it. Let me math real quick. <laughs> the max I can do is 24 damage if I crit. Kalila, you're up next. From the crow's nest, you see the two creatures. One is a little bit more sharky looking than the other, but they both look pretty aggressive. Alright, I figure uh, since I would have seen that the fibulous is got a good shot and Clyde's engaged with the same shark, I'm gonna go for the other one. Nat 20 to hit. Alright. <laughs> These guys picked the wrong boat to board today. Clearly. Uh, eight damage. That's, no, no, so times two, I'm guessing? Yes, times two, so 16. It's hurt. And it's gonna bleed for four rounds. Clyde, you're round. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped rune. Wow. So much. Yeah, you did. And you skipped the second shark. What about the speeder? Yeah, the spider is too uh, far away up to on do my back. anything. Rune is going to attack with his short bow. And roll the nat one. So he drops his bow in fear. Never have seen something like this before. Now it's Clyde's turn. Yay! I'm going to... Uh, so I'm going to pound my tower shield on the ground. Or on the, not the ground, on the deck, and say, here, fishy, 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 as I attack uh, the one in front of me. Okay. 
Why are you calling it my my monster a fish? It's a shark. You do know sharks are fish, right? Not in my book. That doesn't make your book true. I don't care. It's my world, damn it. Yes, exactly. I have an 18. It's a murloc. Murlocs are considered fish, too. Eyes and scandals. You would for what? Blah, blah, blah. You roll a what? 18. That is a hit. I do five points of damage. The other shark moves in close, uh, moves into melee range with Clyde. Please do. Gripping a trident, he lunges for you. Let's see if I do some damage. I'm kind of hoping you say he longs for Clyde. Lunges works, though. What's your AC? 26. I rolled a 25. So you don't hit me. No. The trident oh, so close. scratches across your shield, making a hideous scraping sound. Top of round, my other sharky creature. Forget what power attack does. Uh, decreases your um, attack, like your attack bonus, but increases your damage. I have it on mine if you want me to read it off to you. Nope, I'm good. Um, I do have great cleave. You have to hit somebody first, though. And that's also when you use the speed, I take a minus two to my armor class. Now, just gonna swing at you. Well, stab at you. I just rolled a 26. Okay. That is a hit. Right? Yep, that's a hit. The trident stabs into you for seven damage. Okay. That puts us into Fibulus's turn. Reloading. All right. Rune's turn. 21 is a hit. And does... I need to get a better bow for frickin' Rune. Because his bow sucks. I do no damage. Kalila. I will keep aim at the same attacker and fire at that shark dude. 13? That is a myth. Clyde, your turn. You've got two were sharks on you. Yay! I use a swift action. All right. I heal myself. All right. I get back five damage. All right. And that's a seventeen. Which one are you aiming at? Well, never mind. Ne never mind. They, that's gonna hit no matter what. One's a 17 and one's not, so yeah. Seven points of damage. Which one are you attacking? The one that attacked you the first uh, first round? The one that I hit first round. Okay. You did seven? Correct. Alright, it is bleeding pretty badly, but still on its feet, snarling. Its fins or feet? You said they had a humanoid body, so... The second one, the other one, is going to try to bite you. Hoping to hit. 
13. No, thank you. As you guys are fighting, you hear the captain shout, Don't let it fight you. Okie dokie. Would anyone like to roll knowledge nature on these? Okay. Sure. The one knowledge I do not have. 26. That's much greater than me. With a 26, Kalila, you've heard of these. Sailors have joked about them. Some actually fear them. They are known as were sharks. In their hybrid form, they carry the curse of like lycanthropy. Lycanthropy? Yes, lycanthropy, whatever, however you say it. So the suggestion from the captain of don't get fucked bit is a pretty good suggestion. That makes it top of round the first shark. So I am attacking with the trident to Clyde. I rolled an 11. The Fibulus. I'm going to take aim and shoot at the one that I had blasted earlier. Alright, roll. 38. Is that your hit or your damage? Hit. Okay, you're good. No, the only way I'm going to do 38 damage is if I crit again. Alright, roll your damage. 15 damage. That one drops down dead. Its black eyes seem to lose their life as its mouth hangs limply. It's Rune's turn. Rune hits and does one point of damage. Still counts. Uh, what's your bleed damage on that? Kalila, it's your round. Stay in on the same target, because the other guy's dead anyways. 17. That is my AC exact. Takes only three points of damage. Clyde, you're round. Yay, I attack. I have a 19 to hit. That is a hit. Once again, say, here, fishy, fishy, fishy. Ooh, that's going to be 11 damage. Alright, let me do my math real quick. Clyde, as your blade slashes through him, he looks like he's about to drop, but is still standing his hands tightening around his trident, he now tries to take a bite of you. Ooh, can he really fail and like go into my spikes on my, and then kill himself? Well, I didn't roll a nat one. I rolled not high enough to hit. I'm one point under your, your AC again. Top of round. That makes it Defibulus's turn. Reloading. If you would have only bought those powderless reload shots at Maximilian's shop. Yeah. 
but I didn't want to yet. Rune's turn. Misses. Kalila. Last shot, hopefully. Your bleed damage might kill him. Fifteen? That is a miss. Clyde. He didn't die from bleeding? Nope, he's still in port. Okay. I will uh attack again, obviously. Yep, go ahead. Uh that's a dirty twenty. That's a hit. Seven. It is dead. As the creature Ooh. drops down dead, the crew cheers. Running up with their knives in hands, they begin to gut and clean the creature right in front of you. Ooh, is this going to be good? Is it edible with a knowledge nature roll? No, but they could be using it for chum. Sounds good. Wouldn't that infect whatever they're catching with it? They may not eat it. They might also be using it to chum for get more fish or to prep to get more fish in that area. No, I don't think it would spread just by eating it because otherwise you would have a hell of a lot more were sharks around. The only thing these two are carrying are masterwork tridents. I'm going to drop them into chat so you have the info. We'll put them into the bag of holding. Rune stares at his bow, seemingly a little disheartened that he's not doing a lot of damage. Giving a shrug, he goes back to working on his guitar. Don't worry, buddy. We'll get you with something better. What, what is his bow? It is a sheet. He has a short bow small because of his size and it only does 1d4 minus 2 damage. Oh, can he use a regular short bow? Nope, he's not tall enough. But Kalila will go down and uh, scavenge like one of the larger like teeth because it's a wear shark. You can technically harvest all its teeth. No, she just wants uh probably takes two of them, one to keep for herself, and she wants to give it to her master at some point when she returns to her village. Okay. Now you're going to start collecting trophies? No, just occasional ones for my master would care about this. It's her, like, first time off the continent. be really interesting to load those teeth into a gun. But she is a hunter. So, you know, it, it's those small trophies of memory to remember. I would think it arrowheads, but whatever. What, shark teeth arrowheads? They'd be serrated. Alright, that's smart. I'll take them. Alright, so you go and start breaking the teeth off. Or cutting them out, however you want to do if it. I can use them for better arrows. Yep. The rest of the, sh the day continues on. There are a few times that you are asked to help with fishing or casting nets out. For the most part, this is relaxing. The captain seems to run a fairly soft crew. It'll be just like home for Kalila. Yeah. This is nothing you're not used to, Kalila. You're used to hauling nets 
and cleaning net and cleaning fish in fact uh defibulous and clyde do you guys have any experience in dealing with fishing of this nature nope uh, not of on a boat nature, no. But I can learn. Let me get survival rolls from both of you. I want to see how well you guys help. Eight. Twenty-six. So, even though you are strong, Clyde, you have some trouble keeping a grip on the wet rope that they use. The Fibulus has some chance of, has a little bit easier of a time. Um, as he's pulling and hauling. Kalila has no problem. She is used to this as she lived in a village that's primarily a food or a fishing thing. I'm an anchor. Fishing and hunting. Yeah, you are. Chop him overboard. Here, have a water tube. Boop. Um, Rune almost seems as if he is as competent as Kalila. His natural claws digging into the rope just enough to give him a solid grip. The crew cheers and jokes as they you work to prep for that, get food for that night's meal. As the sun sets, torches are lit around the ship as the sails are set to continue the course. In the night, you all can hear the sound of the ship creaking, waves slapping across the wood. You can hear the crew sleeping as Rune continues to just stare off, his fingers lightly tapping on his guitar. Well, before I go to sleep, I'm going to use uh, Man Hands one more time to give myself full health. Anyone else want to do anything? That's Fabulous is going to turn in for the night. Yeah, no, she's just going to enjoy helping the crew around and relaxing when it's their shift. She understands how this kind of stuff works. Several days into the trip, the oceans become rougher and rougher. The sky begins to darken. The captain calls that they're going to be heading out full open water and to prepare for anything. It gets colder. Not cold enough to where it's snowing in the ocean but it is getting bitterly cold. The crew is already starting to put on colder weather gear, using salt, sea salt to keep the deck from getting icy. During the night, you all can hear the whispers. The crew doesn't seem to hear them as they are continuing on, but there is this constant whisper in your ear. Unintelligible, whispers, ancient tongues or prayers seem to echo throughout the night, making it hard to sleep. Then comes that fateful morning, almost a week and a half later. The storms are rough. Waves crash across the deck. The men are mooring themselves down and trying to keep things right. As something starts to form out of the water, a massive black skeletal hand, larger than the ship, 
starts to reach for it. Try as the captain might, he is unable to turn the ship in time. The ship is dragged underwater. Well, that's unfortunate. What seems like hours later, you awaken, seemingly unharmed, but on an island. The sand is black, and it is warm. Looking out, you see a field of black roses swaying gently in the warm breeze. There's no debris, no shipwreck, just the four of you. Rune stands and looks around, walking around making sure everyone else is either awake or at least alive. As you guys come to, this is what you wake up to. Kalila's definitely looking around very puzzled and confused in that she only sees Clyde, Rune, and Defibulous and nothing else, like no other of the, the Ratch crew or the ship. Um, uh, what the hell just happened? I saw a giant black hand right out, rise out of the ocean. And then we're here? Did I black out? I think we all might have blacked out. I'm pretty sure we all did, because I saw the big black hand, and that's the last thing I remember. She's going to take a look around before they even start to move to see if there's any other footprints or motions in the sand to suggest any kind of travel has happened. There is nothing. There are some creatures moving about in the sand, but they are... Little crabs or whatever. Yeah. Crabs. A few creatures that could survive on the ocean line. But everything is still and silent. Clyde, you get this sense of darkness around you. Not evil, but true darkness. New, what would be neutral? It is just darkness. Yes. It feels as if it was once evil, but has turned away. Okay. Hey, Kalila. Hmm. He'll pick up one of the little crabs. Here's your crab. Smirk and go, we'll eat later. He'll put the crab up on his on his shoulder piece. There you go, little guy. Kalila's gonna look up to the sky and look out to the horizon and see if it compares to like the way the sky or the horizon looked when they were in like the cursed swamp in that either in between or shadowy plane. Or see if it looks like the normal mortal, quote unquote, mortal realm. It looks like the mortal realm. Thin clouds spot the sky. And you can hear the distant call of seagulls that have traveled out to the ocean to pass on. Can I get a perception check? 19. 14. 
27. Okay. I rolled a 17. Everyone looking out across this field of black roses. There's a trail. It is old and slightly overgrown. And in the distance, you see two towers stretching into the sky made from what looks like black stone. In your minds, you almost feel as if you know without speaking what you have found. This is the Bone God's temple. Not to the north, but gone. Not where it should be, but where it is chosen to be. Kalila's sitting there in her mind wondering, did they find it or did it find them? Mm -hmm. Well, this might explain why no one found the place. I mean, we're not even in the right area. The black roses give a slight sweet scent to the mostly salty air. You don't feel as if you're in danger. But you do feel as if something or someone or several beings seem to watch you from the skies. It feels as if it's more curiosity or someone is watching a very intense game being played out before them. Pawns being moved in such a way to give an advantage Shaking that feeling, you have one way to go, and that is towards the tall towers. And with that, that is the end of this episode. Well, me friends, it seems as if the adventurers have finally found the Bone Temple on an island of black roses surrounded by a beach of black sand. They do not know how they got there, and they may not know how to leave, but they found what they are seeking. Let's just hope that death isn't stalking them. Well, me friends, as I always say, may the dice gods bless your every roll. We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email whatthedicepod at gmail.com and if you liked our little adventure please share us with your friends and rate and review us 